Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's the Philosopher's Stone podcast. I'm your host, <laughs> Jordan Jameson Gabriel Strauss, along with my good pal, Sam LeBoon. Sam LeBoon. <laughs> uh, what's going on, man? You had some action well, brewing outside your apartment. We had to rush to the podcast to see if we capture it on tape. Yeah. Do you have like a a good soundboard thing for like breaking news or like a law and order what? crime in progress? Do I have a soundboard for what? For a, like a breaking news sound effect or? Yeah, I actually do. Here, hang on one second. Okay. Hit, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How about um, this one? This would be more realistic. Uh, I'm watching Breaking... a street fight. There's a street fight. <laughs> There's literally, uh, this is great. There's literally a fight happening in the really? parking lot. Of the... no There's way. a fight happening in the yeah. parking lot of the cafe that I'm yeah. looking down on. While that cafe is surrounded by police because someone is barricaded in the apartment building next to it. Ah, uh, the big city. <laughs> Sounds really, really exciting and dangerous. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. So, like, are you going to go like in and get involved or what? We started recording. All... We're recording, no, but you're cutting wanna... out already. You're cutting out already. This is going to be great. Um, we could we could start again. And you, I, nope. I just cleared my cash. You cleared your cache. Be... It's a cache. Cache. I cleared my cache. Um, <clears throat> no, we're not restarting. We only move forward, never backwards. The, the Damn, audience they have can a put fucking together. bomb squad guy. They have a bomb squad? He's either the bomb squad or he's wearing a costume to be the bomb squad. Could you imagine if someone waited for like a police incident like that to happen? Like the, the SWAT team showing up and then they put on their own cosplay SWAT uniform and try and go in with them <laughs> that is called public mischief <laughs> what's that well, that is called ch- chasing your dreams at all costs that's what that's called what if think- he's the one he goes in you know he takes like a pistol out of his buddy's pocket without him knowing because he's in line they're 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 doing the they're sneaking up on in the back he's not Dude. trained technically but he has watched a lot of YouTube videos, right? He watches a lot of airsoft POV uh, operations, and he goes in. He ends up taking out the uh, the uh, the terrorist, and then at the end, once he's hailed a hero, he reveals to the people that he's not actually a SWAT team member. He's just a guy that likes to cosplay as one. Wow. Well, that's probably but the best way that could happen. But he's the people's hero now, so they can't they can't per- prosecute him, and that's how he becomes right. police chief of Toronto. Well, that that is one way to, to uh, change the police force, I guess. Uh, yeah, just start dressing think, up as them. But okay, on a on a darker note, do you remember the that mass killing spree in Nova Scotia where the mm-hmm. guy who did it? Had like a fake police car, fake police uniform, fake police radio. Yeah, that was insane. That's terrifying because he put so much planning into it. Yeah, like this was not a oh, just a guy snapped one day and started killing people. 
you know, because in, in the States, you can just have a bad day. And by the end, by, and all you have to do is by the afternoon, you got an AK-47. You're just mowing yeah. down people, right? This guy went out. He bought a costume. He rented a car. He probably spent quite some time. Mm-hmm. Hungry, grab a Snickers. Angry, grab a Glock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not yourself when you're hungry. That should be... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the new Snickers commercial. A guy who's about to buy a gun for a mass shooting, and then someone says, "Hey, man, why don't you buy this instead?" Have a Snickers. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, yeah, take good. a break. Hey, take um, a break. put it down. <laughs> what else I was going to say? Nothing beats the guy who built the tank in his shop because the ta- he got bullied by his oh, fellow townsfolk. Awesome. Yeah, I mean yeah, that is that like. That's something I think everybody has fantasized about on some level when they're having a rough day at work or something. You know, like what if I just <laughs> built a tank and just ran through this building? <laughs> yeah. Um, no one does it because they, most people, when they come up with batshit insane ideas, they just take a beat and they realize it's never going to happen, right? This guy, That's the, he the beauty of the waiting never period, took the beat. like the three month waiting period, is like a beautiful thing for calming. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sam, you're still cutting uh, out. I don't on know me what's going on here. Should I clear my cache? Uh, is that gonna happen? No, last time I did that, I lost all my password and everything. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It seemed to work last week when I cleared the cache, but uh, I don't know. There was one podcast, uh, like a month ago, we had a perfect recording. No cutouts. Perfect call. Perfect. A perfect game. It was a perfect uh, call. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. should, should I say more about what's going on across the street, or should we? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, on? I don't even think we've explained what we're talking about yet. Go ahead. Uh, well, I don't know what started it, but maybe like an hour ago, this building across from me just got totally surrounded by police. They taped it off. They even taped off the parking lot of my building next to it to stop people getting into this building through the parking lot of our building or like getting out or something. And then a bunch of cops with like, there were two cops with ARs pointed like up at the top floor. They're all watching the top floor. Like Mm -hmm. someone was up there. And so now the guys who are in the back of the building are gone. But the people in the front of the building are still there. And the street in front of the building is blocked in both directions and buses. People have to get off the city bus and walk. 18 wheelers going through residential neighborhoods. Like, what is this? I don't even know what's going on. Then there's the bomb squad guy. So it's like. Are you sure he was a bomb squad guy? He wasn't. He wasn't in police gear. He was in like military tactical gear and he had a huge backpack on. Well, so maybe he's just a guy. Just that's what I'm saying. Like, it could just be cosplaying or he. Is uh, but he was like walking around in the closed, closed off area with all this shit on. So, <clears throat> one time when we were moving out of our old house on moving day, we were like still had a load of the U-Haul truck to take with us, and our neighbor, the houses, the house directly to the left of us, was surrounded wow. by police, and there was a guy with his head out the window screaming at them. And then they came to us and were like, "You guys got to get out of here!" And like we are literally mm-hmm. moving out right now. And then they were going around telling everybody to get in their basements. So I was like, holy shit. Mm. It was just a perfect sign that moving away from that area was a good idea. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't really see what's all the action seems to be in the front of the building, and I can only see the back. Why don't you get out of the building and go look around? Because I don't have got a long enough extension cord for this fucking microphone, <laughs> man. <laughs> Take your phone out. <laughs> see if you can talk I to the guy. T- Ask him if he hey. wants to. <laughs> you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> you want to be live? You want to live stream on Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> How many listeners do you got? Enough. <laughs> that should be the new the new TikTok challenge is... Uh, barricade yourself get the police to show up around the building and then live stream yeah i mean i think yeah. that is a thing that happened like that oh, happened was, to a yeah. famous youtuber recently he he called the swat team on himself um, oh yeah i think did you hear I about know. that um he was on the h3 show the week before that happened and he was like manic uh then, yeah you know what? Mental illness plays very well for uh, YouTubers. You know, like <laughs> you, like YouTube people that are like in manic phases are like are just like the, the crazier you are, the more successful you're going to be as a YouTuber. If you're, especially if you're like a, the vlogging type, yeah, not the type that like critique stuff because there's like because I spend a lot of time on YouTube. All right, you got the vloggers, which are usually the crazy <laughs> people. You know, that's like the Jake Paul. And the guy who just that we were just talking about and like creepy family vloggers that record every second of their family's lives and like are like yeah. making their children dance and sit, like literally like <laughs> it's 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 really disturbing when you see like these people are putting every day of their lives on YouTube. It's insane. And they're not they don't speak like normal people. They don't interact like a normal family. They, they interact as if they're in front of an audience all the time. It's super creepy. Uh, so there's that, those are prominent on YouTube. And then there's the people that essentially critique those people and everything, anything else going on <laughs> in pop culture. And those are the ones I like to watch because they make fun. Of, they're usually the more sane people that are actually funny and they make fun of those crazy people. And that's the economy of YouTube really. Yeah. That man, it is its own little world. It's own little weird demented world. Yeah. Russell, Russell Brand, they just demonetized him. They demonetize him. Yeah, man, he's you heard he, about uh, the accusations. I I don't know any details, but I I feel like the Danny Masterson thing kind of like brought the 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 uh, kind of resparked the little the uh, hunting hunting for celebrity sex offenders again. Um, mm. I mean, I'm not surprised. His whole persona for a while was a sex and drug addict. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh... It's pretty bad. It's like at least as bad as the Danny Masterson ones. And um, I don't know how bad. Like I never read like detailed descriptions. I just know that Danny Masterson was like there was no question about whether or not it was rape. It was like the the standard definition. Yeah, yeah. Um, With Russell Brand, there's definitely like a standard classic uh, rape, and then there was also he. I think he was like had a relationship with a minor, like a seventeen year old, and would, like have her have her picked up from school and stuff like that. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I super mean, weird. Yeah, I he heard says it's I... because of his. He's speaking too much truth. That's why. Oh, he thinks that they're out to get him because he's, dude. There's nothing that like you're never gonna really move the needle 
that much as a what is he a pot he does a podcast right he's a yeah youtube podcaster basically oh <laughs> crime scene crime scene update um it was bomb squad it was emergency task force the convoy is leaving the building so it's, it's over. over it's over, it's over. yeah Shit. it's over now it's just the cleanup whatever massive guts is sprayed all over the walls no nah, i don't i don't think anything happened um, oh well, I'm sure it was a thrill Russell for everyone Brand. involved. <laughs> they found Russell Brand in a yeah barricaded in a room. So what? A, what Russell Brand is denying all this, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, vehemently denying. Oh, it was funny in his apology video. He uh, there's like a cut in the apology video between when he says all my relationships were absolutely consensual. Yeah. There's a cut between absolutely and consensual. What? <laughs> yeah. Like a like a very like quick edit, like they cut something was cut from in, wow. in between. Do you think someone that spent this much time as as a public figure would <laughs> know that's not gonna look good? Yeah. Um pretty funny though. Yeah. And then did and the, the whole thing with um those character letters that uh, what's his face and what's her face, Jeff. Oh yeah, uh, well, yeah, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, yeah. Oof, they were under a lot of heat. Ashton Kutcher had to step down from his like uh, anti-sex trafficking organization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a weird thing. He was weird because he, uh, they, they were on that '70s show. I think all three of them. Yes. Yeah. And they they put out that letter and then the old interviews service where they all talked about uh basically having sex with minors. Really? Because they were they were in like their twenties. And then like Myla Kunis and some of the other actors were younger, like fifteen, sixteen. And they were they are in like interviews on talk shows talking about how they would like pressure pressure her to make out with them and stuff like that yeah oh man yeah. it all comes back around it all comes back mm. around your old yeah. the sins of your past man he's in an interview where he's like uh he's an adult in this interview like over 20 i think probably like 22 23 something like that and he's talking about uh i think he's talking about my lacunas and he's saying like we just can't wait for her to turn 18, you know, her and the Olsen twins, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that shit was, <laughs> that kind of creepy commentary was so common back then. Oh shit. Crime scene update. Okay. What's There's happening? a guy in a stretcher and he's being put into the ambulance. He's oh. strapped into the stretcher. Is he screaming maniacal threats at people? No, he, he doesn't look very agitated, but he looks alert. He looks alert, but not agitated. Like, drug alert? Like he's on drugs? Maybe. Maybe drunk? I don't know. He just looked... He looked like he was present. Like, he didn't look like he was unconscious. Ah. So he's probably just schizophrenic or having an episode or something. See, I would guess that that, it, that sounds like a mental... Like a breakdown. Like a psychological break. Yeah. I mean, the building is basically... Like an insane asylum slash ward of the state thing. Like I don't really know how you how you get a room in there. 
<laughs> you have to have the cop the cops called on you at least once in order to yeah. even get a, get a meeting there. <laughs> What's your reference? We need a no, no, no. We, we need an arrest reference. <laughs> we need a record. We need a criminal record. <laughs> What's your record like? <laughs> We did a background check and apparently he's never <laughs> been arrested. That's not the type of people we want in our apartments. No record, no room. <laughs> <laughs> That's the policy. You got to send in your mugshot if you want to meet with us, bud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what a what a world we live in. Did Meanwhile, you have any uh, big save the children protests in your city? Um. Like September 30th, National Truth and Reconciliation Day? No, no, no. I'm talking yesterday. There was like a mar the million parent march to protect children from the Soji uh, uh, curriculum. The Soji curriculum? What's that? Soji. Soji, I think it's called. I might be mispronouncing it. Soji. It's like a new, it's a new curriculum that they're, they have in schools, sexual orientation and gender identification or something like that. Okay. Right. And it's the classic, oh, they're grooming our kids. They're pedophiles. They, uh, and, okay. But there's also, I, I mean, it's a, it's a complicated, uh, you know, thing, but mm -hmm. uh, there, anyways, the point is that there was a bunch of protests all across Canada yesterday and you were uh, unaware of that. So obviously it wasn't a big one in Toronto then. No, I, I did. There was one in Ottawa, but uh, I was, I was thinking we could do the episode on education. So that's like a good, good topic. My preparations were interrupted by this insane event next door, but I think I can still wing it. You can wing it then. <laughs> Let's swing it. All right. All right. Yeah. So education, that's a big one. That's a big one in Canada now and also in the States. Lots of what do you what do you conflicts mean? Because far, like what are, what aspect of it are you talking about? This kind of curriculum. And some parents really don't want it. And there's nothing more insane than when parents fight about their kids. <laughs> yeah. The thing is is I don't have kids, so I don't and I don't really know. <clears throat> you know, how pervasive this type of thing is from what I understand mm -hmm. from people I know that have kids in school, especially in the, like the middle school aged kids, everybody's mm -hmm. claiming that they're trans, <laughs> which is just okay. statistically impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like, that's like an interesting thing. Um, I don't really know how to measure that. It sounds pretty anecdotal. So yeah, I don't really know if that's a real thing or not. Um, but even if it is, I'd want to know like how old are those kids, and um, like how long have they thought that, and then maybe check check in with them in five years and see if they still think that they might not. And in five years, it'll be too late. That's their whole thing. In five years, they will have to have started their hormone hormone therapy already. Oh, so is this a debate about? Um, Oh, right, right. I get it. So here, here's, let's see if we can straw man or maybe steel man. Maybe first we'll try to straw man it and then we can try to steel man it. Okay. So I think the straw man is if you, is that there's like a secret um, organization hidden within 
the Canadian government that has infiltrated the uh, Ministry of Education or whatever provincial bodies, you know, sort out what the curriculum is. Because mm-hmm. I think it's mandated by provinces. I don't think it's federal. But anyway, whatever the body is that writes the curriculum, this body has been infiltrated by a secret organization that wants to create uh, more and more and more trans people, I guess, through um, brainwashing kids and then giving the, not telling the parents, brainwashing them into thinking that they're trans, not telling the parents, and then giving the kids uh, hormones to like change them. Mm-hmm. That's essentially that's the, what the, some... The yeah. that's, that's what the... the, that's the, the that's the extreme opinion on one side is that this is all a conspiracy to turn everyone trans. Right. Um, that's a, that's a neat one. I mean, who, who can say like why that, why would they want that? Maybe that's what they like. Maybe they have a fetish for that. I don't know. I mean, these conspiracies never really make sense uh, when you get real deep into them. I think a lot of people are concerned because there is the, uh, the teachers are not obligated to tell the parents about any of this. Okay. Um, yeah. So what age group is that? It's throughout the whole from, I think it's the, there's like different, like that Soji thing goes throughout all of school. Now it's like a new thing, but it doesn't like, obviously they're not talking about like genitalia to one to grade to first graders. I don't think so. Anyways. I think it mm-hmm. kind of like gets more like age. It's like sex ed when you got to grade seven. Like that's when they actually start talking about dicks. Okay, yeah. So the thing about not not telling the parents. So I think that rule is okay. So suppose a kid were to tell the teacher, right? Let's say it's a kid in grade five or something like that, and they tell yeah. the teacher, like, "Hey, I think I'm I'm trans." That's what they mm-hmm. tell the teacher. Yeah. Most cases, maybe the the in a perfect world, the teacher would tell the parents like, "Hey, your kid is having these thoughts. You know, maybe you guys can talk about it with them and, and yeah. come to a come to an understanding. And like, you guys can talk about these things. That's the perfect world, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world, and a lot of the parents of a child who is trans or even like gay, they might not like that. Yeah. And the kid telling the parent that might lead to the kid getting abused. So mm-hmm. that's why teachers aren't allowed to tell parents about their kid, about, you know, like the sexual orientation of their kids. Yeah. And I get that too. That's, uh, I, I can, this is one of those things where I can see a little bit of both sides of the coin, but, I don't, like I said, I don't have kids and I'm not trans. So I'm really like not (laughs) like, I don't really have any skin in the game right now. I'm sure if I had kids in school or if I was trans, I would have a much stronger opinion about this, but there's a, uh, there seems to be people being a bit crazy on both sides, even though I also see the valid points on both sides. So I remain on the fence where I live on any issue Every single issue that's ever happened, I decided to not take a stance because it seemed really annoying. <laughs> Everyone I know that has a stance is annoying to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
that's the problem with it is people like us, if we never have kids, we, we might think like, oh, this isn't really, this doesn't concern us. Mm-hmm. You don't need to uh, take a stand about it. Yeah. However, I think public education is one of, if not the most important things for the country as a whole. What the next generation learns in school is so important to the future of a country. Yeah. Well, if you're asking me, like if you would just ask me, do you think this is a, this is going to, this curriculum will threaten the future of our future of our country? I would say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, all right. So the, the straw man is kind of, kind of crazy. I don't Mm -hmm. think we need to worry about the straw man. So yeah. So the steel man, I think the steel man is that parents think, or at least the ones who are very opposed to um, the curriculum, they don't want their kids to, maybe they don't want their kids to think it's okay to be trans. Is that right. it? Or they just don't want their kid to be trans. Or well, it's very not uh, biblical, I guess. I think any religious family is going to think that's of the devil. Is it? Is it a religious thing? Like they just don't want... They don't want their kid to not have uh, the gender assigned at birth, I guess. I guess it, maybe it is a religious thing. I think it, even if they're not like really overtly religious, it's got its roots in religion as far as like, you know, the classic nuclear family, mom, dad, kids. Yeah. Even though if they read the Old Testament, it's a mom. I mean, it's dad, 300 moms and 4,000 kids. So... That's not really good either. But I think people, uh, I think that like if you're not religious, this stuff bothers you less. Okay. Yeah, that's probably fair to say it bothers you less. Um, there might still be, maybe the strongest one you could say is like, look, sex education is very sensitive and parents should have a say in whether or not their kid participates in it yeah. until a particular age, for example. Yeah, and I don't see that being very, that seems like a rational take on it, you know? Like, let me deal with it until they get to a certain age, and then, you know, if they have more, if they want to explore that more, they are welcome to. Now, there, there's there's pro- there's problems with, with uh, because it's a public education, right? So you want everyone in the class to be involved yeah. in whatever is being discussed. Mm-hmm. So I saw like a good example. This was from uh, Pete Boudieg, who's the transportation secretary in the United States, and he's gay. And Boudieg so, is gay. Boudieg <laughs> is gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, so there's a there's a law there's the law in Florida that don't say gay law, where you're not allowed yeah. to talk about it in class from elementary school up until high school. You can't talk that's, about that's just insane. To me. That to and me he, is he, insane. Yeah, and he made a great point. He said, like, look. The kids sit down, right? So maybe it's like a first grade class and the kids sit down and they talk about what they did on the weekend. And maybe his kid says, oh, well, me and my dads went to a baseball game. Yeah. And then some other kid will say, how, how can uh, he have, how can Pete Jr. have two dads? And the teacher has to say, we're not allowed to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. But then they can't anything- talk about like what you did with your mom and your dad. Anything about denying that, like, 
that a certain subset of people exists is not helpful <laughs> at all. No, it's definitely definitely not helpful. Um, to this because whole these people thing. will continue to exist. You're not going to you're not going to like stop trans people from existing by yeah. forbidding education about it. That's I not going to solve the, anything. One of the other things that I don't even know if this is true is that they are they they think that uh, teachers can essentially like hook up you know kids in grade three with hormone therapy to block puberty, right? Because they want to, they want to get in there before puberty hits. Which is, you know, puberty is. I mean, you, that's the thing is like making these big changes to people that haven't even hit puberty. That obviously that's a bit scary to a parent. But yeah, I don't think it's really, really true. Really I don't think they can do any of this without the parents' consent. No, and I wouldn't want. Uh, I don't think it would be good for anyone if you could have uh, minors undergoing like really major surgery without their parents knowing as like a matter of course. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people think that now teachers can essentially like guide them towards this and like get the ball oh, rolling yeah. without the parents having any idea about it. Like actually have start having kids take hormones without their parents knowing about it. And I just don't think that's the reality. Yeah. That's, that seems a bit more farther away on the spectrum kind of thing. I'm sure there's exceptions. I'm sure that has happened, but I don't think it, I think it's a very, very rare outlying thing that would happen. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so that's kind of like the, one of the, one of the problems is like when you're dealing with this, because maybe the, like the strongest instinct is of the parents is like, look, it's my kid. I get to control, you know, various aspects of what they learn. Yeah. And and that's for sure true. Like, I think if a teacher showed like a first grade class, um, like the movie Gladiator, for example, that would not be appropriate. <laughs> and parents would totally be allowed to say like, look, you can't be showing graphic bloody violence to first graders. It's <laughs> insane. Um, and everyone would agree with that as being inappropriate for first graders. I, I wouldn't agree with that. Oh, okay, the, how about uh... the, the sooner you can view Gladiator, the better <laughs> in its entirety. Okay, okay. bad example. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There you go. Okay, that's better. Um, there's no like good educational purpose to show that to first graders. No. Same with like, uh, like you, I see a lot that they want to get, uh, they want to ban pornography from schools. Like they're trying to put quote unquote pornography in schools. So mm -hmm. does that mean they show? For example, a seventh grade class, just like a, you know, a straight up porno. No, that's not what it means. I mean, maybe they could. I mean, it's definitely not something they haven't seen before. That's like another I thing mean, I don't understand about it is like by the time you're like 11, 12, like there's nothing that will shock you <laughs> unless you're extremely sheltered. But I mean... Yeah, like it would be crazy for them to like wheel in a TV for sex ed and just slap on like a Pornhub movie. <laughs> Back alley hose too. But um, in our in our sex ed, they showed a woman giving birth and yeah, I'm sure that scarred people. Yeah, but so like, for example, there was a, a teacher fire. I forget what state she was in, but she was fired um, immediately because she read a passage from Anne Frank's diary 
in which Anne talks about having like uh, sexual thoughts about uh, girls. I think. What what age? She was fired. Were, I mean, if you're if you're well, the reading question, what age, right? The diary this of was, a uh, girl school. that had to hide in an attic because because Nazis were trying to kill her f- family and they can't handle a little. It's, it's, it's the diary of a girl the same age as the students. Yeah. So and she's why... talking about her experiences. See, that's which ridiculous. are real experiences, which the students in the class are probably having themselves. That's the thing is like. You can't uh, by like you can't get this stuff out because you got to have the education. I think what the debate is really about is about what age is appropriate to bring in certain topics. Yeah, and, and what manner do you bring them in? I think that's get what fired the for is that about. for reading Anne Frank's diary to people that were the same age as Anne Frank. That's insane. That is insane. It's a, uh, if, if, it, if a book is like a work of fiction and it talks about sex, chances are it'll be banned in a lot of school districts now. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, I think like, cause I think the common ground that everyone agrees on is that they want what's best for their kids. Yeah. And what's best for the kids is for the kids to be educated and prepared for the world. And to receive that education at the appropriate age levels as they get older and older. Yeah. And that's the thing is that both people on both sides at the end of the day do want the same thing. They want all kids to feel safe in school and be safe in school. But the one side thinks that there's an indoctrination happening, not education. Indoctrination, not education. That's what they think. That's, I think so that they're I'm probably indoctrination because that's a funny word. That's when you, uh, the process of teaching a person or group to accept a set of beliefs uncritically. That's indoctrination. Accept a set of beliefs uncritically. Who's indoctrinating who here? Right, the okay, schools well, want to talk about these things, and other people want them not to talk about them. Who mm-hmm. is trying to get people to accept things uncritically here? Well, the, there's one side that I mean, the, the one side that has the most truth on its side is the people that say this is not going to be hurting your kid, and you're not going to turn your kids trans the, the by learning of this. The, the whole point of the curriculum is to allow people to talk about it so they can think critically about it. Yeah. Not talking about it, not allowing people to talk about something that is a form of indoctrination because you are prohibiting them from thinking critically about a real topic. If anything, we, we were the ones that were indoctrinated in our Christian school because we We were were so indoctrinated. Yeah. We weren't allowed to talk about evolution. Sorry for the science. If it was brought up, it was immediately, they couldn't talk about evolution without reiterating multiple times that it's not true. And they only gave us like the most brief scratching the surface overview and then said it was ridiculous. And then we went to chapel and we prayed to Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't even really remember what our 
what were, what were our sex ed classes like? I can't even remember. They were really, really stupid. Well, we had like, we had, basically they just taught us the mechanics and that's about it. Yeah. So that's like, that's important. And that does need to be taught. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like so much more that you need to, you need to teach people and they're not really going to get it. And school is the best place to learn it. So I don't know. I, I think, um, I think personally that the earlier they start sex education, the better, but it has to be age appropriate. Well, I think that's what this, this curriculum is kind of like, they're not talking, it's, there's apparently it's age appropriate for each grade as you go up. Right. So I Mm -hmm. I think that, 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 uh, is lost on some people. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing is because kids are way more likely to be victims of predators if they are not educated Mm -hmm. on these things. Yeah. They need to have like a basic understanding of what is appropriate, what is inappropriate or else they're, they're helpless. Mm -hmm. I can't name names, but I know people who are close to me who were sexually assaulted and raped because they had no idea about like sex or their own bodies even. Yeah. And they were just victims of predators. Well, I think that's something that the Christian, I mean, the church does horrifically is yeah. Sex is, is equated to sin. Uh, yeah. It's way more talked about as a bad thing than a good thing. Like, oh, totally. huge, yeah. it's hugely outweighed. They barely even mention that it can be a good thing. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a gift, but uh, it's very bad otherwise. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's anything amazing. outside of marital sex that meant for rep- reproducing exclusively. You don't have sex for joy. You do it because you need yeah. to make babies. Yeah. Anything outside of that, and you're liable of sinning. Yeah. It's basically gardening. It's a seed. You're putting your seed in the soil. <laughs> yeah. And then you and then you, you then you roll over and you go back to your woodworking station in the basement. <laughs> you don't say anything to your wife. No, definitely not. Definitely. No, no pillow talk. <laughs> no, no dirty talking, no foreplay. You hike it up, you put it in, you go. You go about your day, all right? You, you send one and up to Jesus a hoping for a boy. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what they taught. Like, it's so funny because in, in the Christian school, they did they did have biology class, they had science class. Like, they would go. I just don't. I don't think I took biology at the Christian school, but I can't imagine what that class was like. I mean, it probably t- t- taught all about like the functions of everything, but didn't explain anything about how that came to be. <laughs> yeah, he, from what I remember, our science teacher spent more time trying to trying to teach us why like radiocarbon dating wasn't real. Then he actually did the real <laughs> curriculum. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember a two hour class spent on evolution from my entire science uh, education in the Christian school. Yeah. Through his tears, he, he managed to yeah, tell us the basics of natural selection. He walked in, he was wearing all black and he said, kids today, sadly, 
The government requires me to explain to you briefly about evolution. It's not true. It's stupid. We didn't come from monkeys. We're, we're, why aren't we still monkeys? You know, why, if we came from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? You know what I'm saying? So yep. anyways, um, the fish crawled out of the sea and now we're here. Bullshit. All right. That's the, that was the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, man, education. That's, that's a kind of a problem with public education is, everyone wants like you would you'd want it to be a certain way for your kid because you like feel so protective of them i think mm-hmm. just going but back unfortunately the- oh sorry but like unfortunately a kids grow up and become their own people and b when people get educated they have to be people have to be educated in a way that can make them a good citizen. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that is learning all the different sorts of people who live around you in your country and not pretending that people don't exist because you can't make good citizens if they get out of school and then they don't know about, uh, like suddenly they're confronted with all sorts of different people that they weren't allowed to talk about in school. Like how do they deal with them? It's just so silly. Oh man, going back to evolution for a second, it was the once it was explained to me by someone that was competent and could put it into plain English for me and like show me the evidence of evolution, <laughs> it was so undeniable that it was true. It really clicked with me that I'm like, oh, this is why they just scraped the surface at the Christian school because if you de- de- you read up on this too much, it's very clear that it is pretty much a fact that that's what's happened oh yeah there's the, the so catholic, much evidence. the catholic church for a long time has adopted theistic evolution like they mm-hmm. don't even deny they don't even deny it we well, can thank the rest Saint of Thomas religion Aquinas would have a lot much better go at it if they adopted that same stance you know because there's so many there's so much evidence that the young earth is just it's 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 completely both yeah. it's it's you have There's to do just a lot so much evidence to, uh, proving to evolution. A, yeah, yeah. To to try and say that it's not true is like it's, it's like trying to claim that the sky is well. I mean, the sky is blue when we look at it, but it's a bad example. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to claim water isn't wet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Trans people, gay people, their reality, and they need to be part of education. I, I think can just, I can just imagine people saying water makes things wet. It isn't wet itself. <laughs> Shut up. Shut that up. Is act, that is actually true, I think. I think okay, well, I'm not the best of examples <laughs> on the spot. I think everybody knows that by now. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. So just, yeah, so just like evolution, like you have to teach people about evolution, about science. You've got to teach them about the demographic makeup of their society. Yeah especially like like especially like cuz our society is changing so much um all around us every day with increasing immigration and like different cultures coming into the country you've always got to be like aware of who is here and what is going on and cannot hide from cannot hide from these things but you I mean, also you can't- you can't stop your kids from being exposed to it even if you did take them out of school because there's this thing called the internet where everything is on there and they're definitely going to find out <laughs> how to use the internet. 
<laughs> they're definitely, definitely going to be able to look through the internet without you knowing what they're looking at. So uh, it's like it's like we were we were saying like our parents put us like my parents. I was in public schools until high school, and then my parents put me into a private Christian school precisely because they were worried that I might fall in with the wrong crowd, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then did that like did that uh, do me any favors in terms of? Like not being exposed to a public school sex education. I don't know. So. <laughs> it's done far I'm more pretty... damage to me personally than it's done good. <laughs> it, 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 sheltering someone from the truth is never going to be beneficial for them, for them. No, and uh, yeah, I don't think so. Whew. Um, all of that said, can we find common ground? with the other side who is saying like, stop this. I think we can agree with them that it's gotta be age appropriate. Mm -hmm. That's a common ground. Everyone can agree. If there is going to be sex education, it better be age appropriate. Um, and I think everyone can agree. There should be no indoctrination. Yes. If you're going to bring up a topic, bring it up to think critically about it. Yeah. Now, just think and, critically, you have to let the kids call each other slurs? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think what's happened, this is based on someone I know who had a stepchild in middle school. And a lot of what's happening is the there is a social ladder that you can climb to the top really quickly if you're uh, part of the uh, LGBTQ plus community. And so I think that's why a lot of people that age are like, hey, if I want to be popular, I can just claim to be part of that group. <laughs> and when people, like... and then he was saying that they love it when people misgender them because that's their opportunity to put them, put that other person in their place, even if it's just an accident or they use the wrong pronouns. Oh, yeah. That's right. their opportunity to exert their social power over someone. And that's a problem with certain age groups right now is what he was telling me. I mean, that's, that's not, I don't know if that's, that's going to literally no matter what, like, yeah, <laughs> that's what kids do. Yeah. That so I think it's just, I, the I real agree. world. <laughs> People like adopting fake identities to become popular. That is the real world. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why so many kids are claiming to be gay or trans right now is because that's the social juice you need to be at the top, but that's not going to be the mm -hmm. case all the time. And no one's going to no. stick to their, no one's going to hold themselves. No one's going to live the rest of their lives identifying as that if it's not true. Right. Eventually no, you're just going to be what you are. Yeah. It's it, that stuff's crazy. I mean, even that is like a good reason to teach it so that they can, you can understand that it's not uh, not something to like play with as like a tool. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. Is that or like a like the a more social, they know, the more community. they can be told that this is not something that you use to like gain the upper hand socially. Exactly. Think critically. Mm -hmm. Think critically. That's probably the most important thing that needs to be taught. That is not taught is just critical thinking. Yeah. I cannot understand why it isn't taught as its own subject. I've never understood that. Didn't we have that? Ironically, we had that class in the Christian school. No way. I think Mr. Rouser had that course. Oh, okay. Well, he, he did teach you critical thinking. Yeah. Yes. 
But he I got he fired. Tried. Another he uh, got fired. What? Three really good teachers from that school got fired. All the teachers that were the ones that uh, I guess kind of taught us to think critically. I know someone. Um, oh I know someone who's the son of one of the teachers, and I was just talking to him, and he knew all the history of the recent years there. And Whoa. three of my favorite teachers all got fired for not essentially what? towing the line of the fundamentalism curriculum they were rolling. Specifically, in. did he know specifically what it was for, or was it was it for uh, like a single act, or was it for like their policy or something? I'm not sure if it was for a single act, but I think like, did it they was get fired because like, they they taught one thing, or was it just the broader? I think style? they probably had. Um, parents like their kids probably came home repeated something that the teachers said and <laughs> the parents were like well that sounds like you're thinking for yourself i don't like that and then they called the school i don't know like, from what i understand the whole faculty got an overhaul and they essentially installed a lot more fundamentalist uh teaching styles in great there. so that school is not going to produce maybe the most critically Critically, they're not gonna yeah thinkers. critically thinkers as i like to call them see there's another philosophy where you don't want to teach critical thinking because you want people to be easily indoctrinated mm -hmm. that's another school of thought <laughs> yeah i know which school it is it's on ben school. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, though, the ironic thing is that that type of thing usually pushes people away. Uh, I'd say a larger percentage of the people that went to that school with me that were in my class uh, eventually turned away from religion, a much larger percentage than the people that stuck with it. So it doesn't even work. Yeah, I don't think so. I think uh, I think it turns people off when you yeah. give them that kind of an education. People are getting brainwashed by the internet and everything else plays second fiddle to that. So whatever whatever your algorithm is showing you is doing a much better job of brainwashing you than whatever is happening at your school. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, is there anything else related to education? There, I mean, there's like a whole, uh, there's so much more we could talk about, about it um, in future episodes. Which I would like to do because we just want we want wung it winged it winged, winged it. it I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know if you know this but that's what I do every single episode so <laughs> welcome to my world not so easy is it uh, right. <laughs> I'd love to talk more on education but um, I'm simply not educated on that subject uh, I don't know maybe not maybe next time. I can't think of anything. Civic education, how to be a good citizen. That's definitely not taught anymore. No. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't know that no. wasn't that was ever taught. How to be a good citizen? Civic education, critical thinking, that should those should be the only subjects taught in school. Also, you should no, have they need to time. teach finances. Like yeah, finance, they need to make yeah, they need to make money management a fun thing to learn about. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but a lot of people I know, not good with money, including myself, especially myself. <laughs> Great at spending it. 
I don't even have any to spend. So bad at <laughs> all facets of it. Yeah, yeah. Financial education, civic education, sex education. The trifecta. Physical education. These, these kids are going to be rich. They're going to be good citizens. And they're going to be banging everything. They're going to be banging. They're all going to be ripped and hot too. So it's going to be really the, the they're going to be rich. They're going to be intellectual. They're going to be fit and they're going to be fucking hard. Damn. <laughs> I'm vote for me. That's my platform. Is, uh, vote for me. Yeah. The Listen, folks, all I want is for your kids to grow up uh, sexy, yeah. smart, yeah, wealthy. Sexy, smart, wealthy. Do you want to be sexy, smart, and wealthy? Vote for me. That's a that's a platform. That that's is the politician of the future. Uh, <laughs> then all the kids would go. Yay! <laughs> oh man! Well, that's great. Uh, what do we say? Is that an episode? Let's yeah, hear from nothing, my good friend, more. the mountain lion, purring here a second. I feel like we need to play that at the end of every episode to let people decompress because of all the sensitive subject matter that we've touched upon. Yeah. Oh, man. Any last words? Um, I'm going to go... Next. Um, I'm going to go buy some weed, I think. <laughs> no. All work. right. Think. Think. That sounds like a good idea, Sam. <clears throat> All right. Are we ready? Is that it? We're done? Good episode? If you play that music again, I'll keep talking. But okay. otherwise... <laughs> ah. I think I forgot some cheese in the cupboard it's starting to sweat <laughs> okay well I think that's good enough we'll right. see you next week maybe cutting out a bit here alright bye okay bye yeah see you